Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and you certainly know the deal very well by now. So I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. You've probably heard the expression once or twice or three times before, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, when it comes to good old college football, the opposite applies. That's right, because college football is broke big time and is in serious need of fixing. Serious fixing. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. But first things first, let me wish all of you, my dear friends out there and loyal listeners, all, to all of you and your families, a happy and a healthy new year. I hope 2024 is a good one for you. I hope we're, we continue to be together for years to come. I love talking to you, and I hope you people feel the same way. And uh, you, you know how, look, I tell it like how I feel. I don't pull any punches, and I'm not pulling any punches today. So we're going to start the new year talking about good old Bula Bula college football. And I know everybody, you know, especially if you're a college football fan, you're all excited about the playoffs, the semifinals, if you will, that are today uh, on January 1. You got, you know, number four, Alabama, at 12 and 1 taking on 13 and 0 Michigan rank 1 and then you're going to have Texas uh, at uh, 3 with a 12 and 1 record taking on undefeated Washington at 13 and 0. Well, like I said, bula bula ra 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 sis boom ba, I couldn't give a rat's ass about these games. And I'll tell you why. College football did it to me. You put a gun to my head, I'm rooting for Alabama. I'm rooting for Alabama because uh, uh, I think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach that ever was. I think, you know, it's easy to criticize the best, but I just happen to like the guy. But that said, I'm disgusted with the games, and I'm totally disgusted. My stomach is turned on college football. What I have seen happen with players opting out, it's, it's sickening to me. Listen, you've, for those of you who've been with me, you know what my feeling has always been about athletes being paid. I was always for athletes being paid, college athletes, because there was so much money involved and people were making money off their names. So I had no problem with kids getting some money. But in my, call it naive thinking, and that's what it was, I was thinking in terms of a kid gets 10000 15000 20000 25000 Maybe if you're a superstar, 50000 and, and And, you know, the reason I was coming up with those kind of numbers, if it's ten or fifteen or 20000 he can afford an apartment, uh, he, he can rent an apartment, he can fly home, have his parents fly in or family members to see him, you know, stuff like that. 
I wasn't thinking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. I wasn't thinking about millions of dollars. College football is no longer college football. It's pro football. And you, you listen, I'm sure during the basketball season, I'm going to be talking about the same thing, and I've already done so already. You, you've heard me say it when, when um, Rick Patino took over the St. John's job as basketball coach. He said right away, no, I'm, I'm sure with NIL, name, image, likeness, I'll be able to get players and turn this around right away. But what has happened and what I got to witness in college football turns my stomach. And, and I could not have been happier for Georgia throwing a 63-3 beating on Florida State. I could not have been happier for them throwing a 63-3 thorough thrashing embarrassment. And, and I don't like when people run up scores. I don't like it. And the truth of the matter is, Kirby Smart's Bulldogs did not roll up the score. They were just going through the motions playing against an inept squad. Why was it an inept squad? Because no less than 23 players, no less than 23 players from Florida State chose not to play in the game against Georgia. 23 players. Nine because... They're opting out because they're going uh, worried about being drafted, going into the NFL draft, and 14 others were in transfer portals. Now, why did this happen? It wasn't just because they just wanted to opt out or what. They were all had hurt feelings. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Because everybody felt that Florida State, they were undefeated at 13-0, and and they got screwed by the committee because they weren't put in one of the top four slots to be in, uh, in the playoffs. Well, you know what? I would even go as far as to say they had a legitimate gripe. I don't go into all the thinking, but you're 13-0, you have a legitimate gripe. Now, the other teams that are in, what I mentioned, a 12-1 team, a two, two, two 12-1s, and two 13-0s. So they were 13-0 and they didn't get in. My own personal gut feeling is that Alabama was probably is, is probably better than Florida State. I don't know if Texas is better, but the point is this. Stuff happens, shit happens all the time. Things don't work out your way. What are we teaching young men? What are we teaching young men? What are we teaching kids? If you don't get your way, pack it in and quit. And say, screw this, I'm not getting, if I can't get in, if it's my bat and ball, so I'm going home. It's a disgrace. Let, let me give a little word of advice to those 23 young men who opted out. You know what, guys? Money can buy you a lot of things. 
Money can buy you diamonds. Money can buy you jewelry. Money can buy you fancy cars. Money can buy you a house. Money can buy you a wife. Money can buy you a, a, a fiance. Money can buy you darn near anything. But one thing money can't buy you is character. Money can't buy you character. And you know what, guys? All 23 of you who opted out, you've got zero character. Zero character and no balls as well. I I mean, you don't get your way, so you quit. And, and I got to hear like, well, you, you know, it's, it's not fair to them. You, you, you know, they didn't. Bullshit. It's a disgrace. So you felt you got screwed. So what, here's, what, here's what you guys did. You busted your asses for an entire season. You, you, you were comrades in arms. You, you were teammates. All for one and one for all. So then when you didn't get your way, you said, screw it. We're going to pack it in. You know, don't get me wrong. They're the most, Florida State is the most glaring example, but they're not the only example. Listen, Ohio State lost to, uh, what, they lost to Missouri? 14-3. to 14-3. to What happened to them? Their quarterback, Kyle McCord, he transferred earlier in the month to Syracuse. And the star wide receiver, from Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr., not just the star receiver for Ohio State, probably the star receiver in all of college football, considered a generational talent, he opted out. Why? Because he's protecting himself? Because he don't want to get injured? He had a bunch of Penn State players. Penn State, they lost to um, Ole Miss. 38-25, they were missing a bunch of players. Getting back to, getting back to, uh, of the 23 that opted out for uh, Florida State, the top two quarterbacks, the top two running backs, their top two receivers, their tight end, their starting tight end, two linebackers and three defensive backs. So they got rolled up on. And Georgia's head coach, Kirby Smart, You saw the way he went into that game, and he said it prior to the game. Listen, his his guys were two-time defending champs. His guys lost on the last game of the season to Alabama after going undefeated. You could tell they were hurt. They were left out. But his attitude was, I want my, we want to send out our seniors on a high. We want to send them out the right way. And they played the right ne- right way. Now, Kirby Smart st- said it best after the game. He was embarrassed. Not embarrassed for his team. He was not embarrassed that, that his team beat somebody 63-3. to He just said, I hope you all saw what, see what you watched and the college football is in trouble and it needs to be fixed. And it needs to be fixed right away. 
these bowl games, when you know, growing up, meant something. Well, now they're all watered down. The only thing that they haven't named is the tidy bowl or the, or the toilet bowl. I mean, well, I'll tell you what. What I got to witness in that Florida State-Georgia game should have been called the toilet bowl. It was an embarrassment. But all these people opting out because you don't get your way? What are we teaching young people today? It, it doesn't just apply for sports. If things aren't working out, that's it. You screw it, you leave. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening in society. I'm just giving you a glaring example because it was pretty glaring in college football. All these kids opt out. Oh, I'm not going to play because, yeah, you you know, I don't want to risk getting injured. See, college football, as I said, I was all for kids making money, but this is stupid. Kids no longer care about the scholarship. They care about the, the, the name, image, likeness, though, that they can get. They're now bought and sold. All of a sudden, hey, you know what? Somebody needs to wake these kids up, these star athletes. They don't have to even be stars who are getting paid. Somebody needs to wake these people up. Ask, ask some kid. Ask some kid who's busting his or her behind uh, working part-time jobs and hustling, trying to make ends meet and, or, and taking on a huge student loan to go to college. Talk to a parent who never goes on vacation, who never does anything, but, and who goes into hock to send their kids to college. Talk to them. College, all of a sudden, college, to these athletes, a college scholarship doesn't mean anything. I mean, schools today can cost you fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. But no, I, I, hey, this is a business, man. I'm going to college. I'm an athlete. It's broke. It's all broke, and it needs some serious fixing. If you ask me, if I'm paying a kid. Here's what I do. I pay a kid. Let's talk big round numbers. I don't care if a kid's a million-dollar athlete. You want something? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you X amount of dollars or or half or 25% of it, and you get the rest in one lump, lump, one lump sum when our season is completely over. And if you choose not to play, you forfeit. This can't go on. College football can't go on. And as sure as I'm sitting here talking to you, the same deal can't go on. It's going to happen in college uh, basketball. As sure as we're talking. And this business of people transferring and going into portals and, and this and that, it's too much. And then somebody could say, well, why can why, why should a kid be allowed to? Because he's making a commitment. He's making a commitment to go to the school. That commitment has to be, that's what a commitment is. 
And if if just breaking a commitment because things aren't working out your way, then something is bad wrong. As I said, it's broke and needs some serious fixing. So, okay, you're the quarterback at a school. You're the running back at a school. But you got to compete with other kids. And if you can't compete with other kids, well, I want to go someplace where I can transfer, where I can play. What about competition? You know, I remember when Bill Parcells was a head coach of the Giants, he once said to me, he said, Russ, Sims and Taylor, meaning Phil Sims and the great Lawrence Taylor, he says, they'd compete in a parking lot. And, you know, I looked at him and I says, Bill, really? I mean, you know, they, they had their holdouts and what. But I'll tell you what, when I really realized what he was talking about, I was on a golf course with those guys once. Well, more than once, but and I'm not dropping names here, but I was on a golf course with them and just on the practice putting green. And I saw how they 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 were taking everything so serious. It was the joy of competition, the feeling of competition. So you you guys, I guess some of these college players want to compete as long as when it's competing under their terms. Well, sometimes you got to fight the good fight. Sometimes you got to fight the good fight. And and when ain't when it ain't going your way, you got to look for something extra. You got to rise to the occasion. You got to show that you're somebody. You got to show that you have backbone. You got to show that you have character. Like I said, all this name, image, likeness stuff, they, it can, the money can buy you a lot. Like I said, it can buy you, it, it can buy you fame. It can buy you fortune. It can buy you diamonds, jewelry, cars, homes, whatever. Luxury vacations, whatever. It can't buy you character. It can't buy you character. And what I got to see from college football, and this has been building up for a while, but it it came to a complete head. You know, going into this um, bowl period, I knew it was bad. But I was so glad that this Georgia... uh, Annihilation of Florida State, 63-3. to I was so glad it happened because it just fed into me. It gave me the perfect example to say, here, this is what's wrong with the system. College football wants to sell itself. That game wasn't worth a plug nickel. Can you imagine sitting watching a 63-3 to game? What, what does that do? You want to talk about character or lack thereof? What's that do for the character of an organization? What's that do for the character of Florida State University? What does that do for the student body? What does that do for the alumni? If I, if I was part of the alumni or name, image, likeness, I would say to everybody, to the school, you don't get a dime. You don't get a penny from me. 
if if shit like this is going to happen, no, 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 no. An absolute disgrace. So while everybody wants to get excited about tonight's games, you know, Alabama, Michigan, and Texas, Washington, and I expect both of them to be humdingers, I can't be excited about it. Can't be excited no way, shape, or form. I I have lost all my taste for college football. and, And, you know... I'm losing it for college sports in general. Like I say, you've heard me say it many times. I'm a capitalist. I'm all for anybody making plenty of money. But not selling their souls and giving up their character. What what kind of teammates are you? You, you, left, your, you left your guys to battle with... with Pop guns against cannons. Shame on all of them. I'm going to opt out. Oh, so if you were playing for all the marbles, would you have opted out? I guarantee you Marvin Harrison would have played in the game for Ohio State if they were in a playoff. And, and Kyle McCord, the quarterback, and the, the Penn State uh, defensive players. And the quarterback from Maryland. And a bunch of players. I, I, I'm not going to name them all. I can't name them all because there's too many to name. It's a disgrace. So if you ain't in the big stage, screw it. The guys who I went to battle with all year who protected my ass... I'm taking my show elsewhere or I'm protecting my ass because I don't want to get hurt. As I said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But for college football, it's broke big time. Big time. And it needs some serious fixing. And I suggest sooner than later, like immediately. And that said, that, folks, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. As always, now I'd like to get a load of you, so let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at believe.com. Because as I tell you, Each week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank all of you people out there because without you people, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. And as always, I ask all of you, if you haven't done so already, to download the Yes app so you can catch me on my video podcast of Get a Load of This each and every week when it comes out on Tuesdays. And they're all up there. All previous 63 of them are there for you to see. So all you got to do is download the Yes app and you will be able to see me, Russ Salzberg, on Get a Load of This. But until now, as I said, that's a wrap. So again, a happy and a healthy New Year to all of you and your families. Nothing but good things ahead for all of you in 2024. And I will talk to you next week. Until then, it is bye-bye, so long. And farewell. Happy New Year, everyone.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.